Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Panic Room in an undisclosed location, it is Texas Football Today a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on thefacebook.com, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on a podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here at the helm, sitting over there at the actual helm, making us sound good, celebrating Hawaiian Shirt Friday. Uh, big fat party animal, our Duchess of the Dorks, Ashley Pickle. <laughs> Howdy. For all of you hating on uh, my shirt, get out I'm of my comments. I'm not hating on it. Not, not you. I'm the not, people in the comments. Oh. Get, get out of my comments. Go, boys. Are they hating on the Hawaiian shirt aspect? Or no, they they're hating, hating on, on the Cowboys. Cowboys. They're hating on the Cowboys. So just... That's fair. If they, if they were hating on the Hawaiian shirt, block. We're blocking them. No more watching the show. Okay. But yeah. Cowboys, Guys, the, cow, you know. the Cowboy part of it, the Cowboy part of it is is fair game. If yeah, you If fair. you want to roast her for wearing a Cowboy shirt, get her. Let's but, lay off her on the Hawaiian shirt. We all know, as Homer Simpson said, the only people who can wear who wear Hawaiian shirts are gay men and big fat party animals. Um, so, all right. Uh, today is Friday, April 24th, 2020, 216 days till Thanksgiving, episode 948, 948. The number of plate appearances for Don Zimmer in his illustrious Washington Senators career. That's a former manager. Did he ever manage, manage the Rangers? I know he managed the Yankees for a while. I have I didn't look that no up. Anyway, idea. Don Zimmer. On today's show, friends, a large show, we're going to talk about the first round of the NFL draft and how Texas high school football basically destroyed it dominated uh just absolutely crushed every other state and left no doubt uh we'll get into that and then back half of the show this morning i had a great conversation with the new head coach of fourth bend ridge point coach rick lefavors he's in a really interesting spot here he's leaving lamar consolidated to take over at ridge point where his his son goes his son was going to he lives right near ridge point hmm. um and his son is is at ridge point right now and so he was thinking, you know, the job's never going to come open. Well, Brent Sniffen takes the job at Belton, and now suddenly it's open. He's like, oh, uh, yeah, let's do this. Um, and he loved his time at Lamar Consolidated, but it was like, it's, you know, it, it was too good of a situation. And we talk about the fact that he is an all Southwest Conference defensive back. So we will talk about that. 
coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Aaron Flynn, Meese, Kevin Higginbotham, and Matthew McSpadden. Welcome in, guys. Hi, guys. Welcome in. Let's talk about the NFL draft. Uh, I want to start by saying um, I am actually astonished at how much not a train wreck it was. It went so smooth. Like, the only issues that happened were things that would happen on normal television. Like, yes. a little bit of a delay in starting something or, like, the one time he was like, we're going to throw it to a special feature. And then he was like, oh, nope, not yet. Like, that happens on everyday television. <laughs> that happens on Football Friday nine times a show. Yeah. Like, that's, like, that. I was... I was really preparing to laugh my butt off all night mm-hmm. at at just the broadcast and they're tr- I know they're trying their best but I was fully expecting this is going to be a disaster. Well yeah and, and it was... was great. It was awesome. And yeah, that's the thing is I was making those graphics for it so obviously I've got to watch every single pick and the same thing will happen tonight but I'm going this thing already usually lasts till 11. Like, if we run into some serious technical difficulties, we could be here until about 1 o'clock in the morning, you know? And it was mm-hmm. very nice that it went very smooth. No, it was great. And, and I was actually really, really impressed by, by it. Uh, there were things that I... I um, the Roger Goodell, like, letting people boo him at the beginning. Uh, the piped-in boos were a little hokey, but, like, I just I appreciated the... The self-awareness. Right. I appreciated that. Um, I will say, and, and I, so I watched the ESPN broadcast. I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We did um, too. I know it was on NFL Network too. Did we watch the ESPN um, broadcast? But NFL Network. We watched the NFL Network. You watched the NFL Network. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who, I guess it was probably Rich Eisen who was probably quarterbacking them. Right. Um, I will tell you that on ESPN is Trey Wingo. Trey Wingo was, was quarterbacking them. And as somebody who does some level of broadcasting very poorly, I will tell you that it is hard enough to quarterback a show with seven other people on it. Mm-hmm. And it is almost impossible to do it when you're not in the same room as any of them. All across the nation. And. <laughs> And that he he was he was a maestro. I was really impressed with Trey Wingo last night. My wife spent the entire draft judging people's interior decorators. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were some places like obviously everyone's talking about Cliff Kingsbury, and it's like, what did you guys expect? Yeah, like of course he's going to have like a super chic setup and stuff like that. What I appreciated was the fact that like Andy Reid was sitting at his kitchen table. <laughs> Um, uh, you had like coach kids. Yeah, like Jerry Jones was on his yacht. Yacht. Yeah. Like that's a everyone. Flex. Everyone kind of confirmed to me exactly what they are about, and well, that was uh, kind of funny. And the Minnesota coach, like they go in, and it's mm-hmm. just a wide shot of like this. It looks like a cabin house with the giant uh, animal heads on it and everything, and it's like, yep, you can tell mm-hmm. that. This is exactly what I would have thought it would have looked like. Perfect. It was great. Yeah, but my wife enjoyed enjoyed, uh, roasting people over that. But that is beside the point. Because the headline from last night is... Guys, at this point, it's not even fair what 
um, it's not even fair what Texas is doing to the other states. Like it's 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 a they're, what they're doing is that they're they're just patting them on their head, and they're saying, "Hey, oh, you guys tried, and that's great." Okay, um, I, I'm, I really appreciate that. Here is the the breakdown of the 32 first round picks. Okay, by state in which they played high school football. Okay, here we go. Uh, one each for Ohio, Maryland, Hawaii, Oregon, Kentucky, Kansas, Virginia, Iowa, South Carolina, Arizona, Nevada, New Jersey, California, and New York. Right. The the one only interesting one there is that Ohio only Ohio and California only had one. That's oh, that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alabama had two. Okay, good for you, Alabama. Uh, Florida, Georgia, and Louisiana had three. Again, not a surprise. And Texas had seven. Yeah, seven. And that's the thing is okay. it wasn't they like... had as many. It wasn't like one of them had like five or six, and they were just one by like. The gap is literally seven to three. With they three had different as schools. many. They had as many. For, Texas had as many first round draft picks, in as Florida, Georgia, and California combined. Okay, it was a dominant night for Texas high school football. It started pick three, uh, Jeff Akuda. Uh, the cornerback from Ohio State who went to uh, South Grand Prairie. Um, th- then the 17th, then we had a run starting at pick 17 where the Cowboys take C.D. Lamb from Oklahoma, formerly of, of Richmond Foster. And that's the one, I don't know. I was on, I, so I was playing backyard baseball whenever they, mm-hmm. I was streaming backyard baseball whenever yeah, they Goof was watching pick. your Twitch sc- uh, screen. Stream. Thanks, Goof. Love you, buddy. Um, but that, um, I don't know. As somebody who like I, I'm not a, I, I think people know this. I'm not a Cowboys fan. Um, I'm just uh, I'm an NFL agnostic. I don't really have a team, but I enjoy the product. But here, obviously, I live in the DFW Metroplex, and so I get a lot of Cowboys. I'm up on the Cowboys. This strikes me as like I, I get that he's an unbelievable player, but like, didn't you just sign Amari Cooper? And don't you have Michael Gallup? They're like, going for the 40-burger like, team. That's it. And they realized doesn't your defense stink? They realized that Kansas City can win a Super Bowl championship with nothing but offense, and that's what they're going to try to do. 40-burger. I thought that Caleb on Chase on would have been a nice pick there. But anyway, that's number 17, C.D. Lane from Richmond Foster. Next up, uh, Caleb on Chase on, the defensive end from LSU and Galena Park North Shore. Uh, after that... Back-to-back, Jalen Rager, the Waxahachie product from TCU, goes off the board to Philadelphia. By the way, Cowboys fans, I'm just going to tell you, Jalen Rager is going to be a problem. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. He's going to be a problem. Uh, Next up, at number 23, the LA Chargers take Oklahoma linebacker Kenneth Murray, uh, the the Fort Bend Elkins product. Uh, At the 27th spot, Jordan Brooks from Houston Stratford and Texas Tech goes off the board to the Seattle Seahawks. And at number 31, uh, Jeff Gladney, the TCU cornerback out of New Boston, goes to the Minnesota Vikings. That's seven Texas high school football guys from seven different high schools. In the first round. Getting taken in the first round of the NFL draft. That's, uh, that's pretty remarkable. Now, I know there's, a, there's actually a lot of talk about um, the fact that you've got these seven guys and none of them went to Texas or A&M. Mm-hmm. Which is very interesting. And by the way, that very easily could have been eight if somebody had grabbed Denzel Mims. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. right? Um, there, there's a lot of other guys out there that could have been first rounders uh, that didn't end up going in the first round of the draft, and uh, and who also didn't go to Texas right now. Uh, Sam Khan, our friend at ESPN, actually re-upped a really interesting story he wrote back in 2017 about this class. It's about it's the class of 2016. Are the guys who are getting drafted? 2016, 17. Yes, because there'd but be a year. Whatever year, year that was, that was a particularly weird year in recruiting where a lot of the top guys went out of state. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, uh, Jeff Akuda was a super team uh, cornerback. Uh, a super team defensive back. I think he was playing, he might have been playing safety at South Grand Prairie. Um, but he went out of state to Ohio State. CD Lamb was uh, an all everything uh, wide receiver. He went out of state to Oklahoma. Caleb on Chason had offers from all over. He went to LSU. Kenneth Murray uh, had offers from, from a bunch of different places. He went to Oklahoma. And then, of course, TCU and, and, and uh, picked up two. And then uh, Jordan Brooks uh, had his own roundabout way of getting into Texas Tech. My point is, uh, that is interesting, and I think that it speaks to the depth of talent in the state of Texas. And look, the bottom line is that that these guys, um, their goal was to get to the next level, and they accomplished it. And not by going to the two flagship, you know, uh, football institutions in the state of Texas. It, it was it was it was really interesting to see that. And I know that TCU fans are really fired up to see them get two guys in the first round. Oh yeah. Um, you know, heck, uh, what? Who else? Ohio State had two, right? Three. They had back-to-back. They had, or they had three. I think they had three. They might have. Anyway, point is, it was a remarkable night uh, for Texas high school football um, as seven guys go in the first round of the NFL draft. There will be a lot more that go today, and there will be a lot more that go tomorrow because we run it. It's just, and it's just like, like I just don't understand what the argument is now that that, that Texas high school football is not the king. Like, like – there never was an argument, and now it's just like we're we're piling it on. Yeah, Ohio State had three. Feels. By the way, Ohio State. Had they had one years. go at nineteen um, to the Raiders. Yes. Okay. So there you go. We are Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com/slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football college football and recruiting all across the Lone Star State, please consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. Get the magazine, the 2020 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, mailed directly to you. If you want to know who's going to go in the NFL draft in four years, pick up a copy of the 2020 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. A little bit earlier today, I had the great pleasure of sitting down. Did you trim the front end off of this? (laughs) I did. I promise. I really did this time. Earlier today, I had the great pleasure of talking with a former All-Southwest Conference defensive back and the new head coach of the Fort Bend Ridgepoint Panthers. I caught up with Coach Rick LaFavors. Here is my conversation with new Fort Bend Ridgepoint coach Rick LaFavors here on Texas Football Today. The Texas High School offseason rolls on and the coaching carousel continues to spin. Uh, One of the big changes down there in the Houston area is the new coach, Fort Bend Ridgepoint. We are joined uh, by the new coach of the Fort Bend uh, Ridgepoint uh, Panthers. It is uh, Coach Rick LaFavors. Coach, how are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent. Thanks for taking a little bit of time. Uh, but first and foremost, the most important question is how are you? How are, how are your family? How are you guys holding up? Uh, good. Well, first off, thanks for, for having me on. I'm, I'm uh, blessed and honored to, to be able to talk with you. 
my family's doing great. Uh, you know, I've said before, it's, it's like Groundhog Day. Um, I got four boys <clears throat> ranging from 17 to, to seven. And so uh, with, between online learning and, and myself having to Zoom meet and, and uh, with staff and, and hiring and players and connecting and all that stuff, it's, uh, we're definitely stretching our Wi-Fi thin uh, at times. But uh, my wife's a nurse, and so she's uh, uh, active as well. Um, and uh, so we're, we're staying busy. Well, I can only imagine um, between you and the four boys and your poor wife, just the just the activity that's going on in the Lefevre's household these days. The 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 noise level and <laughs> and uh, the amount of uh, Nerf guns and Legos and such everywhere is is definitely uh, uh, inspiring. <laughs> well, uh, I want to ask you first and foremost about uh, about the the job that 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 you're leaving there at Lamarck and Solidate. You were there for five years, uh, and, and you were able to to do some some pretty remarkable things there. Um, including, uh, you know, this is a team that, that uh, had won just four games over the three seasons before you arrive. Uh, and then you take them to, uh, to, to back-to-back playoff appearances. That is not uh, an easy task. What was it that, that changed? What was it that happened there at Lamarck Consolidated that allowed you guys to, to have that kind of success? A uh, couple of things. I mean, one, I had uh, great administration leadership. Um, I was fortunate to have two principals in my tenure there. Um, that, um, you know, understood athletics and, and the role it played and, and really supported and did everything they could to help us, uh, not just as football, but in athletics as well. And then um, a great staff. I had guys that, um, that uh, you know, we, we trusted each other and, and we're on the same page. And, and once we had that foundation, it allowed us to, uh, begin to get the kids and the culture and things right. And, um, you know, it was tough uh, starting out, uh, but we made a commitment to, to do things right and not try to, you know, uh, take shortcuts and take the easy way and stuff. And so, you know, we started out <clears throat> two and eight. I remember I won my first two games as a head coach. And uh, you would think that I think our players thought we were going straight to AT&T that year. Um, and uh, as did, I think, my principal, you know, but we knew that there was, you know, still things that needed to be worked on. And that was the last two games we won for, for uh, the next two years. So uh, we went 2-8, and 0-10, oh and, and, and then 2-6 and six the, the hurricane year. But I tell people we had um, internally, we had a lot of victories off the field. You know, the scoreboard wasn't reflecting it, but the, the culture was changing. The kids were buying in and, and working hard. And um, you could just see things that, that, that it was – that it was coming. It was just a matter of when. And so uh, we just kept trusting the process and chipping away. And, and, you know, we were finally able in, in year four there in 2018 to, to start out five and zero oh and really get some things uh, going and some momentum. And, uh, and that just, you know, that leapfrogged into the belief um, to keep things going. And, and that's, you know, where we found ourselves the last two years. Yeah. I think we hear from coaches all the time, how, how much, how much winning is contagious and all it takes is that little, that little bit of, you know, uh, that little bit of momentum and it, it'll kind of build on itself. So I, I want to ask you now about, about your new job. Uh, you know, you're, you're taking the job over there at, at Fort Bend Ridgepoint, a, a, a program that, that is never short on talent, never, ever short on talent. 
Uh, I, I'm interested why I've, I've, I've read many people say why you're such a good fit for, for this job. Why is this job such a good fit for you? Why is it that, that, what, what is it about this job that, that, that drew you to it? Uh, I mean, you know, I, I just, uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of things I, I think I'll point to one. I, I've, I moved, when I moved here in 2007, when we came, uh, when I came with David Bailiff to Rice, uh, we moved to Siena Plantation, which is where Ridge Point was eventually built um, in 2010. So I've been in the community. The high school is like three minutes from my house. Uh, my kids have grown up <clears throat> in the neighborhood. All of them attended, you know, the schools that feed uh, Ridge Point. Um, so I'm very familiar with that, very familiar with, with the people in the community. And um, so there was a comfort level there. And um, I was there in 2014 as well as an assistant coach prior to, to getting my first head job there at Lamar. And, uh, and so I was, you know, I had one year internally where I, I coached and taught biology and, and uh, we were very successful. We were 5A at the time and I think we went four rounds deep. And so, um, you know, I, I knew the inner workings as well and, and, and such. And so that all was you know, a great recipe for me and, and fit. But to be honest with you, and I tell people, you know, it's why I believe it was a God thing was I was not looking to, to leave Lamar. I was very happy, uh, love the kids, love the community and, and love the momentum that we had. Um, I knew Coach Sniffen, uh, his son and my son were both uh, the same uh, grade and grew up playing Little League together. And uh, they're both 2021 guys, juniors, rising seniors. So I just came to peace that, you know, my son, because he had uh, – grown up with all those kids and, and have known nothing, but he had always wanted to <clears throat> just stay with his friends when he had an opportunity to come with me. And at the time, you know, we were two and eight, no and 10 and, and Ridge Point was going, you know, two and three rounds deep. So, um, you know, he just, he decided he wanted to stay there and I was okay with that and, and, and it had peace with that. And so I just never dreamed uh, that um, Ridge Point would ever come open, especially with Coach Sniffen and, and his son being a senior, but uh, things happened and, and, um, and the door opened and, and, uh, again, uh, it was just a blessing to, to kind of be able to, you know, the stars align for me personally, I believe, uh, just to be able to coach my son, be in the community, uh, that I've kind of grown up in, in the last, you know, 10 years or more. And, and, um, and, and, and that be a, a already successful, very solid, you know, program, um, with a lot of support. And so, um, I'm looking forward to, you know, building upon that and, and, um, and just being a part of that legacy that's already been built. Talking with Rick LaFavors, the head coach of the Fort Bend Ridgepoint Panthers here on Texas Football Today. Get involved with the conversation and hashtag TF Today. Uh, coach, I want to ask you about uh, the, the current situation, right? I mean, this is obviously unprecedented. This is, it's strange for everybody. Um, but one, you know, one thing that I think is, is going under, underappreciated is the fact that you had to hire a staff during this craziness, during this pandemic, during you know, kind of the, the shelter in place. Um, uh, what, what has that been like? What has, what have the last, you know, since you've been hired, it seems like it's always a whirlwind whenever you talk to coaches getting it. It seems like this is a cyclone, a tornado or a hurricane for you. What, what has the last, you know, since you got hired in late February, what, what has the last month and a half been like? Well, and what's, what's funny is I, I did get hired, I guess, verbally, you could say, um, uh, at, at Bridge Point in late February, uh, early March. But 
my official start date uh, was not till March 19th, which was after spring break and, and in the middle of this suspension and, and pandemic. So uh, I only spent four days at Ridgepoint. You know, I was still under contract with Lamar. And for two weeks prior to spring break, I, I would do three days at Lamar and then I'd take two personal days and, and go to, to Ridgepoint. But much of that time was spent uh, walking into classrooms and meeting teachers and students and, and meeting, you know, coaches and, and stuff. And, and uh, it was just kind of a whirlwind to that. There was not much. I just kind of sat back and observed, you know. And so uh, then spring break happened. And, I, you know, the week after spring break was when I was going to, you know, be able to start that Thursday, March 19th, and kind of get things going and, and the, you know, the systems and all that stuff in place. And then we just never came back, you know. And so um, I still had my keys at Lamar and, you know, just because I'd never actually been able to officially check out. So that part has been challenging. Um, the fact that I live in the community and have some relationships has helped. But, um, you know, it's, I feel like I'm online dating. <laughs> I tell people, uh, it's, it's, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a relationship guy and I, I, I crave that making connections with people and, um, you know, not being able to see the kids and see the staff and be around them and, and, and such is, 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 you know, challenging and, 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 you know, frankly stinks, but with the advent of, zoom and and you know i've i use our, the sports you app and that's been a game changer just being able to connect with the, the guys because i didn't i didn't have all their cell phones in different ways and so i had to quickly find a way to connect and and so the guys were able to join and and so that's been great and um as far as hiring staff you know like you said um Really, if you think about it, it's not much different. I was one. I, I was blessed to bring my both coordinators with me um, from Lamar, uh, Coach Cedric Allen, my defense coordinator, and Coach Stephen Goodwin, my offensive coordinator, uh, who both have been with me for the last five years at at, at uh, uh, Lamar. And that's critical, you know, because they're two cornerstone pieces in the foundation and, and guys that I trust. And so that was was critical in getting those guys uh, to get you know that core piece together. But as far as hiring other coaches, one, I, I, you know, I'm not a guy that come in and, and um, you know, uh, clean house and all that stuff. And so uh, a couple of guys I'd already worked with before, uh, both at 2014 and, and one at, L at Lamar had been with me previously, too. So um, they're all good coaches and they've been, uh, you know, experiencing success there at Ridgepoint. So um, the key is just, you know getting getting them on our page and what we do uh, system-wise and, and the way I do things and such. So uh, that's been fine. But normally, let's just say the pandemic's not going on. I'm finding resumes online and emailing and putting out, you know, job boards and things like that, and guys are emailing me resumes. So not much different. The biggest difference is just not interviewing in person, you know, and, and, um, and you know, and now we're all on Zoom and, and wishing we had stock in Zoom, you know. So uh, that part's different, but, but it's doable. Um, but like I said, it's just that interaction of being in person is what I miss and, and uh, you know, looking forward to getting back to it. Whenever you have, you know, whenever you did get an opportunity to, to talk with your, your new players, talk to you guys who are going to be make up your, your 2020 Panthers uh, moving forward, what, what, what did you tell them? What was your message – to them uh, maybe when you first address them as their new head coach? 
Uh, just one that I was uh, more than anything proud and humble to be there. Okay. And that um, they would eventually, you know, I couldn't tell them I love them cause I just met them, you know, but they're going to, they're going to eventually learn that uh, it's more than lip service and that um, I'm there to serve them and help them in any way uh, as their head coach. And it's just something that I believe in something that, that we were able to, to do at Lamar and um, you know, they're all going to eventually become like my sons, if you will, with that time, but, but relationships take time and that's, you know, the, the critical piece, but I just told them that, um, you know, we talked about our core values and, and, um, and what the emphasis will be is, is playing with, with, you know, our motto is TPW, tough people win and, and how we define that. And, um, and just that we're going to play the game with, with honor and respect and, 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 um, just those kind of things, you know, and that they'll get, you know, eventually get to learn me and I will learn them. But again, that takes time. And, and, uh, and unfortunately, you know, we've, we've lost some of that, but, and we've had to do it virtually, but just told them I was proud to be their coach and just looking forward to getting in and, and working with them. Uh, and finally, Coach Rick LeFevre is the new head coach at Fort Bend Ridge Point. Coach, um, I would be remiss if we didn't bring up your own playing career. Um, of course, a star at Amarillo High. Uh, and then, uh, and then uh, an all-Southwest conference, and, and, and we at Dave Campbell's Texas Football believe that the Southwest Conference is the greatest conference that's ever existed, and there never will be another conference quite like Amen. it um, at TCU. Uh, last night uh, in the NFL draft, nice little night for the Horn Frogs, I thought. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. I, I was, uh, I and you're a guy, you're a guy who has, you know, you, you coach in the, in the college ranks at, at Rice and Alabama and TCU and, and uh, stops along the way. Uh, you have seen guys and you have had coached guys who have gone on to the NFL. Uh, from your perspective, as a guy who's experienced moments like that last night for whenever that happens for a guy like, like, like that you coach, what's, what's that feeling like for you? Uh, I mean, just, you're, you're, you're proud. Again, the, you, these players become like your sons, whether you're in college or high school. Um, it doesn't, it's just a different kind of maturity level and, and different level of relationship, but they're, they're like your sons. I still keep in touch, you know, with Vance McDonald and, and um, Luke Wilson and Chris Boswell and guys that are currently in the, the league and then guys are retired. And, you know, now I'm just seeing their kids growing up and, and, and things like that. But uh, you just, it's like your own, kid when they graduate or experience success uh you just you're just proud you know my the old saying your your buttons are popping you know your chest is is popping out you're you just uh you're just so excited for them for so many guys it's a game changer um you know for their family and 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 really the direction of their life and legacy um sometimes financially and stuff so um again just I, you know, happy is, is an understatement, uh, but just proud. Well, he is Rick LaFavors. He's the new head coach of the Fort Bend Ridge Point Panthers and also uh, a former All-Southwest Conference defensive back. <laughs> I'm just – I'm going to keep mentioning it, Coach. I'm going to keep, keep bringing it up. Uh, uh, that actually means nothing now. <laughs> <laughs> coach, I appreciate your time. Congratulations again uh, on the new gig. Please stay safe, and uh, we'll be talking to you down the road. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate it. There he is, Rick LaFavors, the new head coach of the Fort Bend Ridge Point Panthers and an all-Southwest Conference defensive back. He seems like a good That's, guy uh, to go get, like, a beer with. Like, he would have he's good, good dude. funny stories. Good dude. Good dude. Um, yeah. 
nice guy and and and, and excited for him to take over at Ridge Point. It's a super interesting situation because he he you know obviously that's like the local high school for him, mm-hmm. and he's now moving to go coach his kid, which yeah. is like an odd situation. But he's um yeah he was he he was on Dan Francione's staff at uh, TCU and Alabama, and then he was on David Bailiff's staff at Rice for a long time, and now he's back in in, in he's been in high school for. A while now, and 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 excited to to see what he does with Ridge Point. So I uh, appreciate Coach Rickle Favors hopping on with us. And now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Contrary to popular belief, the people have been asking, "How did the Wombats do last night?" <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. Mm-hmm. I know you um, are. They won big win. I think eight one was the final. Um. We we put Angela Delvecchio back on the on the hill, gave her a day off, um, but uh, and she she gave up an early run, but settled in afterwards. Uh, offense came through, big home run from Pablo Sanchez, big home run, the goat, from Pablo Sanchez, really no really surprise. broke it open, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it's that's seven in a row for your Wombats after uh, a one and one start, um, and tomorrow tonight rather tonight, big game against the only team we've lost to. Uh, the Ooh, Rockets, comeback uh, city. But, you know, yeah. This is a this is a revenge game. And and in talking with the guys, they are um, and girls. Um, they are um, they're fired up. They want an opportunity. So it's twitch.tv slash Greg Tupper um, tonight. It'll probably be. I might play a little bit early because I want to get to bed. Um, maybe uh, I guess I guess I'll do it at nine o'clock. I can still get to bed after that. But uh, nine o'clock. Uh, tune in uh, twitch.tv slash Greg Tupper for uh, Wombats baseball. Yep. Uh, the only other thing, obviously, remember to tune in to uh, Happy Hour tonight. And again, try to. I am literally, I'm literally creating the, I'm literally creating the quiz right now. Perfect. If uh, at all possible, we have three try questions. to watch the feed on your computer so that your phone is free yes. and able to answer questions. That's the easiest way to make. This we have happen. the first. We have the first three questions. I'll give you the categories for the first three questions. Okay. Uh, Sneak peek. Football. Duh. Television. And then literature. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Come up tonight. Uh, 5 o'clock, Facebook.com. Dave Campbell's join us for happy hour trivia. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, so we're excited for you to join us then. That is going to do it for us. Thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com. Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com. Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at Texas Football dot com thanks to rick lefavors the head coach of four pin ridge point for being our guest for ashley pickle i'm greg tepper uh remember tonight five o'clock facebook.com slash dave campbells uh otherwise vince young please meet your player of the year trophy we'll see you monday texas football today